you being an agent of change, the challenge of kind of moving folks inside Puratos and, and, and making them feel at ease, have no fear of innovation, of new ideas. What has been the challenge? You have the creative or the digital agency, but then how you meet, how you put this digital agency into a very traditional company. You also have to find out the partner that allows you to deal with what I call dinosaurs sometimes, because <laughs> digitalizations come to, to companies where you have to decide, yes, are we ready for that? I can go on Brazil, on Chile, on Argentina. And I like that because it gives a lot of, of information that maybe is lost with your sales guy. We bring a lot of our ingredients from Belgium. So imagine a freight before cost like $3,000. Right now it's like $10,000. Loud and clear. I am your host, Francisco Cárdenas, principal of digital integration at Lerma. And on the controls, we have Rolf Ries, creative technologist in our digital team. Today is a great day because we were able to bring a special guest to what will be our second episode of our fifth season. Our guest is an international marketer that leads the innovation and digitalization of one of the biggest bakery and chocolate companies in the world. She is Evelyn Gonzalez, Marketing Vice President of Puratos in the Latin region and food tech expert. I had the pleasure to meet Evelyn when she reached out to us, attracted by some of the work we had done for Avocados from Mexico. When I met her, I was super drawn into her vision and her curiosity in a time where COVID had taken the world by surprise and most brands basically paused. Evelyn saw the opportunity to reinvent herself and her company while observing the behavior that people had shown in a spike of interest on sordo and baking, what we know in Spanish as the masa madre. Evelyn's background is solid. This Costa Rican pura vida professional has had experience in brands like Nestlé, Kimberly Clark, Glaxo, Smith Klein, but also on the agency side, which is perfect as we try to connect stronger dots of what agencies do for clients and what these clients and brands actually need. She is also a huge champion of women in the workspace and a leader on diversity, equity and inclusion, which we will also talk about. So Evelyn, a little bit of a long intro, just because you have a lot of experience and you've done a lot of things. Thank you for accepting this invitation and for being here with us. Thank you, Francisco. Thank you for the invitation. And I'm very glad to be here from Costa Rica. As you mentioned, I'm based in Costa Rica and I'm responsible for, for the Latin American region. I will also add, I'm a fan of sustainability. You mentioned digital, you mentioned woman, but I'm a fan of sustainability because I think what we do today for the world and for the planet is what we will see in the near future. And the, the other thing I'm a I'm a fan of is about food tech and what we call nutrition. 
We usually talk about health, but we we miss the well-being part, which is very important in these days. And after COVID, you see a lot of people affected by the the well-being and the mindset, and that's something that I'm I'm very interested in. Yeah, we see a huge trend on health and wellness and well-being, and and you are what you eat. I think the new generations are even more aware of of the benefits of what they put inside their bodies. So yes, good point. Yes, and, and you mentioned you are what you eat, and, and, and in Puratos, one of the biggest in investments that we do is a taste tomorrow, which is a study full of trends, and one of the biggest trends is related to health. And the word or the phrase that consumers, even foodies or experts in this industry keep repeating is, I am what I eat. And, and honestly, people and consumers are more aware of what they are eating checking the labels of the packaging, learning about uh, nutritional uh, facts and learning what, what they really and where the ingredients they're eating come from. So this is something that is not just a trend. I think it comes to stay and you will see more and more people really interested into this because that's the way you see a better life. And this is what it's we crazy. are looking now. Yeah, and a lot of brands are jumping into it. I think there was a trend before that brands did not care as much. They were just worried about certain things. But, but now they do. But before we get ahead of ourselves, for those who do not know Puratos, which I have to admit, when you came to Lerma and, and we were talking about the digitalization of Puratos, I did not know that brand. Um, but can you tell our audience what is Puratos and the presence it has and what have you been doing there? Yeah, Puratos is a family company. It has 102 years in the market. It starts in Belgium. Its headquarters are based in Belgium, but we we have presence across the world in almost every country. In every country, we have a factory where we produce our products, which is very good because it allows you to create many products based on the local needs. We have also innovation centers where we work with our customers and our technical advisors that are the artists that build and create some of the recipes that you can see in restaurants, supermarkets, bakery changes. And, and we're also a company which I think I would like to say it has evolved in the years because we started as an ingredient supplier, but we have been evolving into a service company. Why? Because we, we offer solutions to our customers in order for them to be more innovative uh, with high technology product, products, to be more relevant to consumer trends. And, and also we accompany them on their creation. So we, we start from the scratch, even from a marketing plan, and we accompany them through all the process in order to launch to the, to the market great products. You, you, maybe some of, of the people that listen to this may, may say, but where I can buy Puratos? Well, basically, we only sell to big customers or companies that produce products. So you can find our products in the bread, in the cakes, in the chocolate that you buy in a supermarket, in a bakery store, or even in a restaurant. So it's a it's a more of a business-to-business -business play in the bakery, pastisserie, and chocolate categories, right? Correct. Correct. And and the other thing, Francisco, when, when I mentioned we have evolved, it's because we we are more concerned about our legacy to the world. And what I mean by this, legacy means the sustainability that I know we will talk about later, but also the people, how we get people that, that are there like 
like gangs or people without job, how we can train them on what we are good at, which is baking. And how can we transmit a little bit about this knowledge and put these people into the workforce? The other thing is we have a program that for sure we will talk later, the Cacao Trace program, which is a program that ensures the right payment to the to these farmers, these chocolate farmers, and to ensure we have a, a consistent flavor. So it's I will say when you when when you ask me where well, in summarize what is Puratos, I would like to say it's a food co food tech company that accompany our customers into a better positioning and evolution of the market. We really want to grow with them and we offer a lot of solutions, not only products but services, but stories, by uh, advisors. Mm -hmm. I like that, a food tech company. When when, when would you say Puratos, it's 102 years old, which I think you're in over 100 countries, so that's almost one country per year. That's amazing. But when would you say that you started considering, or the Puratos started considering the brand a food tech company? I will say like since a couple years ago. Why? Because... Technology has always been in the heart of our company. Over three, almost 3% of our investment is, is put behind R&D, which is research and development, which is a, a major investment. But we always want to have high, high developed products. But I will say we, we started exploding this more since a couple of years when we start finding out that all the technology we'll, we're putting, it's, it's helping to really innovate the food that we eat daily. So so I will say a couple of years ago, and we start building across that, even investing more in technology, digitalization, transformation of many of the processes we used to have, or they used to have, because I only have four years in Puratos. No, but I mean, I, I, I could completely see, you know, when I met you, which was a couple of years ago, uh, that you were part of that change, that you were pushing that agenda and you were very passionate about it. So. Another question, just to set the stage of, of where Puratos is to our listeners, what would be a competitor of Puratos? Uh, like, I'm sure there's a global competitors and, and also at the local level. If you can give us an example here in the United States. It could be Barry Calebao, which is a huge chocolate player that it's very strong among the world because it's it's huge. And I will say, depending on the categories, because we play in three categories, we play in chocolate, we, we play in bakery, and we play in patisserie. So in terms of chocolate, Barry Calebao, it's, or Calebao, it's very strong across the world. And we have one per every subcategory of the big categories where we play. Okay. And for this podcast, we assume Puratos is on top, number one. So Puratos is number one and number two in, in, in bakery and patisserie in almost many of the markets. In chocolate, we're, we're there. We're relevant, but we're there. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. So, you know, the question is, as we talk about innovation and, and, and tech, you being part of that change, I would say, um, what is the role when you think of business to business, right? Uh, you talked a little bit about education of agencies in, to help you communicate what Puratos is. You, you have several buckets of communication. How do you interact with agencies to help you better achieve your goals? Basically, I, I, will, I will say we interact with three types of agencies. What we call the public relationship agencies, because okay. something which we, which we really need to fight is 
to be relevant and to be the number one brand when, for example, a baker in, I don't know, in China or even in Nicaragua thinks on baking or creating a bread. Okay, what type, what brand of improver I will use and why? And that's where you have to really, comparing to B2C co uh, brands, we don't, we, don't share, we don't play on the share of stomach. We play really on the share of mind because mm -hmm. they have to decide Okay, what type of brand really I want to use for my bread to ensure I'm competitive and that my consumers keep coming here. So we 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 really invest a lot in what we call public relationships because we want to be relevant and we want to be that food tech that needs to be relevant in the different segments or 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 mindsets where we want to play. The other type of agency, as you mentioned, is digital. Why? Because we know and and that's that's. One of my top priorities is we want to really be a digital company. Why? Because it standardized process. It allows you to reach faster. You know, you're more expert than me in this. You know, all the uh, all the advantage that digitalization brings to companies. But I would like to say that despite you, you connect with a, an agency that supports you uh, with the digitalization, you also have to find out the partner that allows you to deal with what I call dinosaurs sometimes, because <laughs> digitalizations come to, to companies where you have to decide, yes, are we ready for that for this? And even if you start asking to young generations, they feel like like something weird is coming and where, where my job or who will be start who will start doing my job? Or do they plan to quit me? So it's a, like I would like to say a win-win. Yeah, you have the creative or the digital agency, but then how you meet, how you put this digital agency into a very traditional company. And, and the third type of agency where we work, it's a, it's a lot about creation. Uh, we are very passionate about the way we look like. We respect a lot of our values and we're working. And that's another thing, uh, Francisco, I have been working. It's in, in standardization because before communication tend to be in Latin America, like every country can do what they want, but we really want to be seen as a strong and as a, as a one brand. And this is something that you have to work on. So basically that's the three types of agencies we, which we work with and also production. And, and I forgot this, this type of agency because we do a lot of events and big events where we need help and creative minds to come and join us and challenge us. So experiential, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's wow uh, agencies. That's yeah, no, doing. that it's, it's it's great. It makes sense the unification of the brand, but honing in on something that interests me, and I almost interrupted you of of, of talking about those three agencies that you you focus on, um, is in the world of digitalization. And again, going back to to when when we met, uh, you being an agent of change, the challenge of kind of moving folks inside puratos and 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 making them feel at ease have no fear of innovation of new ideas what has been the challenge and more so i have to say uh the admiration of of you being a woman in an organization and pushing this change what have been your challenges your strategies the way of how you convince people to 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 jump on this on on this approach i will say the buying because at the beginning it's like 
you're selling something that it that it's abstract because you're not selling like if I give you this, okay, Francisco, try this cake. Mm, yes, Emily, it's delicious. The usual answer that every consumer will say, or I like it, or I don't like it, or it's too sweet, or it's too salty. But this is something that you're not seeing. So imagine convincing people from 30 years in the company or more that they have done their, their job on the same way every day with successful resource results because the results are very good it's not right. that the results are not good so you're bringing a body and that's the that's the if you if you ask me about the strategies make them part of this journey is to ensure that they can trust in digitalization and how they can trust why because instead of paying like i'm not against tv But if you, if you have to pay five million zero for one spot in the number one TV program once a year, we don't have that budget. Right. So how we can maximize our budget with the, I don't know, the 10,000 part of that budget and ensure that you can reach your people, that you can be always connected, that you can interact and know the people reaction. It's 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 a it's a tool that makes you being better as a professional. So I, I think it's it's like the body, the trust and the body and and the the mindset that this can allow you to improve your role. So that's the way we take the journey. We start like with a lot of education, a lot of frequency, and saying, guys, this is something that if we do not accept today, it will take us by the throat in couple months because it's not yeah. even years it's, it was months so i remember and going back a little bit before covid as you mentioned i was like since i joined puratos i, I was like asking to my boss i want to have e-commerce i want to have e-commerce erin this is i want to have e-commerce we need we need this is a must and he was like erin you're so stubborn but yes okay let's develop i remember going to a supplier we have all the platform and everything ready to to launch my my puratos at that moment and then we present us a global project And then they said, yeah, we have we have a process already. We have something coming and, and we start seeing the process. And, and I was so glad for being so stubborn because you said how you put this stubbornness. You, right. you, you should never stop when you think you have an, a great idea. And I remember that we launched before COVID starts and it, and it was, Francisco, something that helped us really beat the competition and really ensure that we were in contact with our customers and it was so basic at that moment right now you said everything but it was so basic yes but when we were launching nobody was thinking it was basic everybody was doing in covid when when you have the water covering your head so so i think it's yeah education believe on your on, on what you're saying and ensuring that this tool has what we call in marketing, a unique selling proposition for each of the person that will use the tool. And it was, you can be a better professional. And right now they said, yeah, Evelyn, you were right. At the moment I was like, you will fire me. And this is an example with e-commerce that we have a lot of all the different parts where we have been putting digitalization in, in our process, but it has been great. That, that is awesome. I hear, if I was to recap, is a, a little bit of inspiring, winning the trust within the company, those who are you know keen or open to change uh persistence is huge right like go 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 at it and i've seen that in avocados as well like they're they're very persistent uh and 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 they believe right and they dream about it and then suddenly it happens um 
Could you like put together some sort of event once a year or every six months to show what new technologies are available or, or what's happening in the space for all of these key stakeholders to get inspired and know what's happening in the space and the opportunities? We usually do with uh, with with a lot of frequency, but not not in a, a particular event. But we tend to communicate a lot because I think it's better to over communicate than, uh, than to have a, a poor communication. So yes, but we do it more frequently using our different channels to ensure we communicate about this. And I think that's that's a matter of disruption because when when you think uh, or or your customers thinks. Yeah, Puratos is the, this way, and you come with something crazy. It's like it's a matter of disruption. And and and, and yesterday I was talking to a customer, and he told me, Evelyn, I'm always expecting those disruptive calls or events or moments when you call me and you said, Evelyn, this will happen. This is something that brings them to okay, Puratos. It's like like Apple. You're always expecting something new. How do you put and match that? the innovation of technology to your programs of sustainability that are so important to Puratos? Everything is aligned. It's 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 right now the what you call sustainability or or purpose, it's very aligned with our priorities. So right now, for example, we're planning the, the Taste Tomorrow event, which is the, the largest event that we have per every two years where we present the trends. Uh, and, and basically in this event, First, it should be an certified, an certified event as a sustainable event. What this means, everything you, we use should help us save the planet, avoid food wasting, because you can imagine, imagine how many food we can throw. So, yeah. and, and also ensure that all of us do what we what we have put in in statements. So, I think it's it's a matter of it's part of of our daily job when, when I, I'm thinking and that's why I'm trying to, to think because it's 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 a normal right now I can't accept even a package which is not sustainable I can't accept even a, a tool or, or 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 an event which we don't care about the planet we care about the planet we care about the people we care about the life and and, and the other example is, is the bakery schools we have, for example, in Latin America, we have, and including the U.S., we have one in Mexico, one in Brazil, and one in U.S. What are these bakery schools, Francisco? Basically, as, as how I old are these before, bakery schools? How old? Yeah. T depends per per country, but not more than ten years. Okay. Basically, for example, in in U.S., we launched last year. In Brazil, we launched like four years ago, and the idea of these schools is how we can train these people. Because as I was mentioning before, many of these kids doesn't even have a future in, in terms of society. They don't even have a profession. They don't even have been graduated from the school. And I don't know if you, you guys know that the level of guys quitting schools in Latin America is super high. It's, mm -hmm. it's growing daily. It's, it's amazing. Exactly. And Puratos is giving the opportunity to these kids to ensure they have a profession. Why? Because we teach them through modules, to preparations, to hands on the door, how to create breads. And we even support, for example, in Brazil, we pay the bosses from for them to come from from their houses to the to the school. So we train them, and after they they graduate from the program, we talk to our customers and we put them to work with them. So imagine the virtual circle. You you choose the kid, you train him, and you have you find a job. 
and Francisco, for sure, there are many of these kids that are talents, I will say rock stars and even artists that get the passion from the passioner, from like the from the from the passion of the ones who start the bread. That's great. I mean, and, and especially you guys having presence in so many countries, having that commitment to society is really good. I remember working for McDonald's years back, how their professional development program was so big and just the stories of people that started in McDonald's and what they were able to achieve, some of them even becoming franchisees, is the it's 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 pretty cool. Um, it's cool. And it's another example, you know, something I I wanted to talk about with you was the difference. I think this is actually a good example. What you just mentioned is the difference between listening to the consumer uh, in a convenient way. So in a way that you would like to listen, the, the, your truth according to to the brand or their real truth, and then how you can serve them uh, solving real problems. How do you sometimes when you identify a problem from the consumer uh, and then bring it back to Puratos and create any program, how do you keep it real to solve the, the consumer, the consumer's problem versus Puratos' problem? You know, you know what I mean? I think, Francisco, we, we're, we're a real customer at the center of everything we do company. Because usually you read a lot of this in every, even in, in any cafeteria you go and we care about customers. But you see right. when you when you ask, when you said, well, this this coffee doesn't have enough milk that the enough milk that I asked. You don't you didn't you don't even ask about milk and, and you you're you you do not care about me. But honestly, we really care and we we really ensure that we translate this into all the areas. So, for example, when we, we, we make this joke internally, when a customer call, it's like the CEO phone call. You have to really solve and you really you really need to listen to them. And and when you're at, when you're saying how you listen to customers, well, we have many tools and digital tools where we monitor all the different conversations that we make that customers may have with us. And we even have chats. Imagine I have access to all the chats of Latin America. So I'm, I'm always monitoring and you will say everything, but you're a, you're a director. What, how you, Are these I love the, it. the chats on the websites? Like you have, you monitor yes. all of them? Oh, wow. I, I, I love to do that because you know why? You learn a lot. And even right now, if you told me, Evelyn, go and, and check what they are saying on, on Nicaragua. I can go on Brazil, on Chile, on Argentina. And I like that because it gives a lot of, of information that maybe is lost with your sales guy. So when you tell me, Evelyn, what are the sources where you have or receive or talk to your customers? We have to visit customers. And every time I visit a country and even here, I, I like to go to, to visit customers, understand them, accept. And I like, and, and, I, and I, always, I always start, start saying the bad things, not said the good things. And they're like, Evelyn, but we don't have any bad things. You must have, tell, tell us the truth feedback. Then the second one is digital. As I as I mentioned, we have a lot of of like different channels where we can uh, receive that information, and some of the surveys that we do or big market researches that we have, uh, where we have a lot of information. And and even Francisco, even when we were developing a product, we start testing with consumers because or consume or, or customers, because you may think, okay, this improver may help it should be super high technology but then when you take it 
to a baker, he said, it's too difficult for me. I just put it in a, in a jar. I like the powder and I just mix it and whatever. So, so sometimes many of the big projects that have been built or created in Belgium, we have had to transform because costume, customers don't accept. So that's something. And even we're taking our, our, our people from Puratos, the different areas, to live in the shoes of a customer, to really understand And, and I can show you a lot of videos and pictures, me in the floor, full of floor in my hair, because that's the way where's the, where get, the business is. You get in the weeds of, of the business, no? You get to know it. That's great how it should be. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not as chic as being in a pasarela, but it's part of our jobs. Yeah, no, it's great. So is that part of like your morning routine with your coffee, like to go to, to the chats and see what's going on? Or do you do that on a daily basis or? Anytime, even in my breaks, I have to, to put my phone in silent because chat starts sounding and I'm like curious, like, for example, before I joined this chat, I saw a lot of chats from Brazil and I just join and start reading what they are saying. And then there are facts because you can find interesting things. Yeah, interesting. I wanted to ask you, so within the world of comparing food, right, within the world of avocados from Mexico, using innovation at technology can be done at two levels, right? One is innovating process, um, the product itself. With avocados, I think, innovate, you know, it is what it is. Avocado is an avocado, right, at the, at, at the end of the day. Um, and we use technology a lot to deliver the experience of avocados in different ways. So, you know, at, at the communication level, um, I'm sure there's a lot of things that have happened and evolved at the, at the, in the production level on the fields, right? But we don't get as involved as agencies with that. In your world, innovation, it seems that you are involved in the, in the back end of the process, right? But also in connecting in the front end with customers. How do you balance that and where do you prioritize your budget? Well, it depends a lot, but I think that the that the investment of innovation and technology is across all the all the process or all the journey because it's even since the concept is created where you get the information and where you you do sensorial tests, where you do the test with the customer, but also even in the packaging development because That's a lot of information that you can receive and that you can standardize. I can tell you right now, recently we launched a lot of packs in small packs, what we call affordability. So we used to do an, a, on a traditional way, which is feel, wait, feel, wait. And I, my boss always laughed at me because I, I have put a nickname to that line because it's so old fashioned that I'm like, Linea Camacho. <laughs> Then recently we have to change and evolve the packaging onto a more modern and more optimized product because it's something that it's coming and it's growing. So you need to invest. But at the beginning, it was like, let's make the traditional way. Let's innovate into the way we communicate, into the way we go to the channels, into the way we create the package. But right now we're going a little bit back. So it's 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 everywhere. It depends where you see the opportunity. I would like to say it starts from scratch from scratch in every single initiative that we have, but it's not that way. We have to, as you as you said, balance a little bit the budget. And it, it's a little bit because I'm too creative and sometimes too thinking on how to make it things like being a great success. But but it's basically right now in some projects in the start point and in others in the middle points. So yeah. where the where the biggest opportunity is. Right. 
that's interesting. You say innovation in the package because at some point we wanted to innovate in the avocado packaging and, and we were told that we needed to talk to God. But you can so still is... innovate in an avocado pack. You can still put another skin out outside of the avocado. Course. No, we've, we've ex we, yeah, we experimented with bags and, and just different formats of, of cloud selling and, and especially on, on store, on POS or point of purchase. Um, so what is the biggest challenge of, so two questions. What is the biggest challenge of Puratos, right, right now? Um, I think we're in a, in a time where it's post-COVID, uh, things are changing dramatically. I think in the past four or five years, we've seen tremendous changes. So what is the biggest challenge? And then what is the biggest challenge for Evelyn uh, in order to achieve her goals? I will say in terms of Puratos will be growth. And why why growth, which is is the challenge for everyone. And why 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 growth? You may say Evelyn's, but Evelyn, but it's too obvious. Yes, because we come from years where we were having a very good trend, but due to all the world, I would like to say wars and bad things that happen, price increases, etc. You you have to increase your prices, and everyone you, you have suffered that for yeah, sure. Yeah, and the, the war in Ukraine has has affected you guys in particular, right? A lot, but yeah. but but a lot also COVID because as as I mentioned. We bring a lot of our ingredients from Belgium. So imagine a freight before cost like $3,000. Right now it's like $10,000. So that cost impact your gross margin and even your return. So you need to be cautious and, and, and you need to increase your prices. And this affects you in volume. Also, some of the habits of the consumers, and I could ask you, you before maybe you go out five times per week. Right now you go three or two. And if you go to, to a dinner, you, you usually go to a fancy dinner. Right now you're going less or you eat less or you share your plate or you buy less, less bread and, and whatever. So it's a little bit about, about the habits and the, the economy uh, in, impact or affecting really the performance of the company. So I think it's, it's, it's a matter of challenge on going back to growth with different circumstances and a different environment where maybe you have been the leader, but you have to increase uh, prices and you lose volume. So mm -hmm. I think that the, the main challenge for Puratos is to go back to growth with the current circumstances. And if you said, Evelyn, what's your biggest challenge? For me right now, I said I have, I have, and you, you, you asked me one, but I will say three. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is ensure I have the best marketing talent, and and we were we were laughing before we began this. Honestly, the war for talent has been really something that you heard before, but you suffer very much right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to have really the great talent, the greatest talent of the world, but that's something and attrition and how you retain people and how you stay motivated with a lot of things happening. I will say it's number one challenge. The other one is how you accelerate digitalization. And, I, and for sure, you may, may laugh and say, everything, but you talk about this a couple of years ago. Yeah, but new things are coming and you need to ensure that people learn as fast as the things come. And and I think uh, one of my bosses used to used to tell me, Erin, you, you're going too fast and people can catch you. But I, I think technology is going faster than me and I, yeah. I can catch technology. So, so it's how you catch technology or at least technology is one and you are four 
but not the technologist one and in your 30. That's that's the other challenge. And the other one that I would like to say is how you gain again market share. And and I love that because it's 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 a great challenge. How you be disruptive to be the number one brand. And I and I love when you said you for sure, Puratos is number one. Yes. We want to be number one, but when you're a leader, defending that leadership is more difficult. Even so you really the cost of share when you're a leader is higher than or the cost of than the cost that you have to pay when you're a small player. So I will say that the, that are the three top like challenges Evelyn has. And I think it's every marketer because you need to be, be relevant. And to be relevant, you need to keep fighting every day. Yeah, when you're when you're when you're the biggest player, you have the disadvantage that it's hard to convince yourself to do things differently. And in the world of, of technology, that's constant change, right? Like if not ask Google and all the headlines we're seeing right now as it as it pertains to AI and, and what, uh, you know, OpenAI did with ChatGPT, ChatGPT3, and now what's coming with ChatGPT4. Um, one thing, as I, as I heard you say that, that I think marketers and agencies, for example, me, when I'm trying to hire uh, people is I need to be comfortable with the idea that I might not hire the person that knows everything, but that is willing to learn everything so. that is that is curious enough to be able to figure things out, because, you know, whoever you hired two years ago, they were not talking about what we're talking about today and they were not concentrated in the problems or the opportunities that we have today. So that's that's good to see. But I see you are optimistic about the future, Evelyn. Very optimistic. I think that the the, the future depends on the way you see it. And and if you tend to see it negative, it will be negative. But I'm I'm always thinking every day has a nice opportunity. So it it it, it depends on you if you get the opportunity or you lose it. And I'm a, I'm a follower of opportunities, like a follower of dreams, but I'm always looking for opportunities and looking for, for good things to, to catch and to convert into results. Yes. The other day I was talking and, and, and when you were mentioning with the PR agency where they said, Erin, where your inspiration comes from? Talking with you, talking with anyone because opportunities are there. You, you Everyone is a consumer. So everyone has a desire and everyone has an opportunity that you can transform and make it great. What's what's the program that you've done inside Puratos that has made you the proudest? The your favorite, your baby, the, the one you love the most? I will said one, which was ensuring that we accelerate the launch of e-commerce in Latin America. Because at the beginning, everyone was scared and like because Francisco, you can imagine a marketer being on the backbone of the creation of a of a, an e-commerce. I've done that. <laughs> every translation, every single like, hello, this is welcome to my puratos. I, I was responsible. I can't imagine being on the backbone of that. And I remember Bravo. when I was doing like, I'm not a, a, an IT girl. I hate this. And I remember long nights doing it. And when they said, everything, are you ready to go live? I was like, ooh, what if this is a disaster? And it was like, you've never done that. So this related to Puratos. I have other stories from other companies, but honestly, I've never imagined myself on such a technological and basic areas. 
See, you're that kind of person I was just talking about. You didn't know e-commerce, yet you came in, you learned it, you figured it out, and you launched it. And now it's that's your 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 most prideful project that you've done within that. Congratulations. That is amazing. Thank you. So Evelyn, well, thank you so much. We 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 could keep talking to you, but normally we like to keep this short so we know people also have little time. Um, but as we wrap up this loud and clear episode, is there anything else you would like to tell your audience? Think of creatives, marketers, industry professionals, and then please share if they would want to get in touch with you, what would be the best way to contact you or to have a conversation or an additional question? I would say never stop dreaming uh, because dreams can come true, but it depends a lot on you. And and, and I think uh, sometimes people ask me, Erlin, do you see yourself where you are now? Yes, because I plan it. And that's something when, when, when I said keep dreaming, it's every time you fall, think that you can stand up and be better person with all the learnings that you have and that you need people around you to make you stronger. So that's that's my message. And that's a message that I always recall from my grandmother, which I'm a fan of her. She's right now in heaven. But she always told me every time you fall, you need to put back again and go because life goes on and it depends on your attitude. And if you want to share, you want to contact me or you want to chat, I mean, I would love that. You can follow me. The best way to contact me is through LinkedIn. You can look at me at Evelyn Gonzalez and I will be very glad to, to chat and to share great experiences with colleagues, marketers from all around the world. And we'll add your link, uh, if you're okay with it, to your LinkedIn on the notes of this Of episode. course. And okay. I love the advice you gave. I have an 11-year-old daughter, but I will play it to her so that she gets inspired and she continues. That's very good. Thank you for being here. This has been Loud and Clear, a podcast for those who give a shit about advertising. We can't thank Evelyn Gonzalez enough for her time, and we hope to have her back soon with stories on her evolution as a marketer. You can find Loud and Clear on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iCart, and really wherever you listen to, to, to your podcast. We really appreciate your feedback and subscription. Also, if you ever have an idea for a show, please contact us via our website, lermaagency.com or directly with me through Twitter at Chito Cardenas. You can also follow our agency socials to keep up to date on all we're doing from our new headquarters in Dallas, Texas. This is Super Bowl weekend, so it's super crazy here in the agency. We have three spots running, so we're excited. Until next time, thank you so much, Evelyn.